turbulent times call for clear-headed insight. That's hard to come by these days, especially on TV. That's where we come in. Salem News Channel has the greatest collection of conservative minds all in one place. People you know and trust, like Dennis Prager, Eric Metaxas, Charlie Kirk, and more. Unfiltered, unapologetic truth. Find what you're searching for at snc.tv and on Local Now Channel 525. Welcome back to the program. This is the money segment of the program. This is the one we've saved this to the fourth segment because if we did it in the first segment, everyone would tune off. So, well, they would it's the favorite. Down. It's the favorite segment. So, people tune in right now to the show. So, welcome to Real Estate pro- Talk Talk. Welcome to the program. I, I bet they do. They set their alarm. I, yeah, I think the fourth segment is about I think to it's come on. It's going to be about Calvin. on now. Get right. on. So, so what's, what's going on with the money market? Holy cow! Sell off big time this week, huh? But it came back though too. Yesterday it was down early in the morning and came back a in little the bit, but uh, we're we're about so year so year to date we're pretty flat, flat. Yeah. So everything happens right up, down, up, down, up, down. At the end of the day, pretty flat. So, mm-hmm. so you know, I I was looking this morning in preparation for the show where this all came from, and it really started. They said uh, Powell's speech last week at the Economic Club of New York marked the beginning of an official shift, and as they talked about, until then it had a real dovish. Um, approach to it that we're just kind of steady as it goes. We're going to increase, increase, increase. And then they talk there basically that they're going to potentially do one more hike in December this month and potentially no hikes next year. Right. That was good news. Good news for us. Mm-hmm. Bad news for the market, right? Right. And then so Why is ha- that bad news for the market? I don't know. I don't really understand all of it, but uh, it was, it was, I think maybe there's a, there's a, concern of the of a recession then coming into play and that that's what the the fed is seeing that they're seeing some of these early signs of a recession so that made everybody nervous there i took was, it i took it as they got a little bit too aggressive and they're realizing that and so they're going to kind of let the market catch up with their mm-hmm. with their increases yep yeah, and that's, uh, yeah, so, I mean, overnight you saw a big shift um, and it, it's been good for rates. Mm-hmm. So now now rates are back, you know, high fours, which mm-hmm. is great. So we'll take it. So, you know, you had a couple of things that people are like, oh, man, it's really five and an eighth now or it's five and a quarter. It's five. Now we're back four, eight, seven, five, four, seven, five. So it's really nice for us. And, man, I, I'm excited, right? Mm-hmm. So every time everything time there's some volatility, I'm always like, oh, praise the Lord, right? right. I just love volatility because it helps us, quite honestly, um, in our business. So I still think that this time next year we'll be at five, eight, seven, five. Ah, not chance. You don't think so? Mm-mm. Write it down. Uh, can you record that? Five Mr. eight seven five, five eight seven nine. That's wrong. Matt, the highest we'll get next year is five and a half. Think so? Yep. So, and what they talked about on the economy, I just have my quick bullets here. Is basically there's an in, inverted yield yield curve. What does that, that sign? I, I heard him talking I, about that. I'm not going to really. Okay. But you really think people are going to listen yeah. to that? What that means is actually is that the the profit that you make on the bonds is going down. Oh, so, for sure. Yeah, yeah, so it goes up like that. It goes up. And now an inverted yield is, means that this is the profit, mm-hmm. right? So the profits on bonds were, were increasing mm-hmm. when you consider the cost, the interest, and then the spread between the discount. Yep. And now that's the discount go, is going away, and now the yield curve. Right. While well, well, the five-year treasury went under the two-year treasury. Yeah. And so, yeah, there's a, no one cares. So yeah. anyway, it's just a, it's a could be a sign of future recession, and that's what the Fed has gotten nervous about. Uh, next bullet was mortgage rates improved this week as stocks tumbled 
and bonds rallied. Concern the economy is cooling off could help continue to rates improve. And then the trade deficit widened more uh, than the forecast in October. So it's it's the uh, you know underscores just this fallout between China and U.S. and and I. I'm, I mean, personally, I'm like good for good for Trump holding his ground, yeah, saying we're not so going to be taken advantage of, and right. and yeah, there comes a little bit of pain with that. But uh, so there, those are a couple things happening there. On the housing news list last week, um, CoreLogic reported homeowners with negative equity declined by eighty-one thousand. Average homeowner gained about t- a little over twelve thousand in home equity year over year. Would you agree with that mm, yeah, number? I think so. So there's been a nice little tick up this nice, past but year, not not like previous years. Uh, but you know, our association is telling us that uh, 2019 look for a good year, uh, look for a really good year, mm-hmm. stable. Yeah. Uh, so the premiums that you're gonna that you have the good news for buyers are the premiums that you that were you were having to pay on mm-hmm. homes yep. will be is gone. Think it, so? Yeah. So so when I hear you say that, is that a nice way of saying prices are going to go down? No. I'm saying just that flat. The, I'm saying that it's going to be a stable, balanced market where buyers and sellers have equal influence over the transaction. Where uh, not one party or the other is going to be able to come in and and heavy-handedly dictate terms. Okay. So for a seller, it means you know something: the days when you could throw around the market for you know twenty percent more, just to see, just to see, yep. those days are that's you're going to shoot yourself in the foot doing that. Yeah. You know you need to price the house appropriately uh, for the market, and uh, for a buyer, uh, you you can't come in and lowball. Because mm-hmm. you're just, it just isn't going to work. Yeah. So there's there's some of this that is really going to be more property based condition and those types of things is where the decision making is, not the overall uh, market. Mm-hmm. If you yep. get, get yep. what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think that's a good thing. Uh, it's it'll be a difficult thing for a lot of real estate agents. Yeah. Because they've not been in that environment. Mm-hmm. And so some of them don't know that and don't know how to work within that mm-hmm. circle. So fortunately, we've been around long enough. We've seen both ends. Of yeah. The well, you've seen both ends a few times. Yeah, right? a few times. Yeah. So last bullet, I'd be curious what your thought is on this, Keith. It says, buyers are spending more time trying to find the perfect home on average three months longer than usual. Mm-hmm. However, most buyers say they refuse to give up and will keep looking. Right. So are you, are you seeing that, that in this past year that it took buyers a lot longer to find that home? Or do you think it was fast because when the home came on, they hit, had to hit it? Well, both. At the first In the first half of the year, it was it was the latter. When it came on, they had to jump on it or they were going to lose the home. Mm-hmm. In the second half of the year, we saw that market shift. Yep. To, and I think it's the millennials because you've got millennials that are coming out uh, now and are buying homes. They're the largest home buying segment. Yep. And, they are, and they are debt-laden. Right, with school yep. loan debt and all that stuff, so they got degrees that can't give them jobs. Just a, mm-hmm. I had to throw that in there. So they got a lot of school loan debt. Okay, uh, many of them are skipping the the first time home buyer deal. Okay. They're waiting because of the debt, and they're saving. They're good savers, and yep. they're saving uh, the money so that they can put down more significant down payments and be more financially uh, sound. And they're going right into that. What would we would normally see is the next move, mm-hmm. and in doing that, they are being a little more particular. For one thing, uh, they want homes in good condition, and so 
sometimes that's a challenge yep. because you've got a, a lot of homes that have been flipped or rehabbed and and they'll come in and the and of course the flipper's looking for margin right mm-hmm. he wants to make and the materials aren't sometimes the best yeah you know the cabinets aren't sometimes the best and we have they look great when you walk in and then when you really look at them it's like this stuff is cheap mm-hmm. and the buyer right. the buyer is just saying i'm passing on this one i'd rather take something that's uh in better condition or is using better quality so the buyers are being a little bit more thoughtful i think uh, because they are planning on staying there for a little longer period yeah. of time. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting to see how the new year plays in and when we get started. It's uh, This time of year, we're doing a lot of planning. And mm-hmm. this past week, I had my planning meeting with my managers. I've got uh, 11 managers here in the cities and went through and just talked a little bit about 18. And then, uh, you know, I have my sheet up here in front of me. You know, what was the biggest success of 18? Where did you miss the mark in 18? Their personal production their office production, all that. It was good. So I'd be curious what you would say. The biggest success that you saw in 18 is what? The biggest success in 18 is, is uh, well, I would say persistence and speed to the call. So if somebody, especially in this environment where we're talking about technology yep. and how fast you know everything is and how people want convenience and those mm-hmm. types of things, when the phone rings and somebody wants information, answer the phone mm-hmm. and we found that those people who answered the phone crazy did yep. better than those people who didn't mm-hmm. it you know it's not crazy. rocket science but it's it's amazing at how many times people will try to screen their calls oh there's a phone number that i don't recognize so i'm going to send it to voicemail to see who it is mm-hmm. well of course you don't recognize the number it's someone you don't know calling on a house mm-hmm. answer the phone yeah and uh, and have a conversation with them those people who did that and do that consistently mm-hmm. have better results than those people who send it to voicemail and you know the, and then try to call, oh oh it's a buyer now I'm going to call them back I'll call them back real quick and then you get their voice someone else is back on right because right? now they're on the phone with someone else exactly it's right speed to lead now they're yeah. on the phone with somebody else where uh, where did you feel like uh, in in our industry we missed the mark this last year or do you feel like your team missed the mark in any particular area last year well our team hits on pretty much every all cylinders I and mean, we do a lot of uh, online web lead generation um, my personal business is 100% referral so mm-hmm. you know we you know that's where we are we're in constant we do we've done more this year about reaching out to past clients and staying in contact yep. with past clients than we ever have mm-hmm. uh, it's differently uh, we're gonna we're doing some things. Uh, likewise, you know, we're uh, Keith and I are are sitting down. We're changing up some of the ways that we market and and uh, doing some consolidation, increasing some budgets in certain areas. Uh, you and I have talked about going yep. back to some old school stuff yep. uh, to try to hit that market. Well, it's because we're old. Well, you gotta you gotta tr- work <laughs> the, work the market. Right. 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 And uh, if people want to communicate in certain ways and. And uh, it's just how can I how can I reach people in right. this cluttered marketing environment? Right. So two people that we want to talk to. So if you're listening right now, and if you know somebody who owns a townhome right now, we would love to have you have them call in or call in, give us their information because there's been such a nice increase in values in townhomes that that's going to really be a focus in 19 for for us to really help those homeowners get more space if they need it, right. give, and show them what the value is in increasing. Um, their home. We'll be back next week. This is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. Thanks a million. You've been listening to your Real Estate Chalk Talk with the Hitner Group, the leaders of the number one Coldwell Banker Burnett real estate team in Minnesota. If you want to get more when you sell, 
and pay less when you buy. Call 612-627-8000 or go online to hitnergroup.com. 